Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast focused on helping us understand the process of loss and grief with the help of those who are living it. I am your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 59. Through this show, you and I will both examine the details we've discovered during our grief journey. We will share our experiences, the good and the not so good, through the podcast, the blog, and on social media, building a community that desires a more open understanding of what grief is, how it affects us all, and how best to navigate its difficult path. Be sure to join the community, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. Now, if you like what you hear in the show, please share an episode and the podcast with someone you know who could benefit a community that understands the path they are currently on. So today's discussion will take us down a road of inspiration. We will explore the importance of it in grief and the idea of moving forward. But more importantly, I will share with you one way in which you can become the inspiration for the person you are trying to support through their grief journey. So let's get right into it. So as I've suggested, I'd like to begin this episode by focusing on inspiration and its importance in life in general, but more so, as I've discovered, its importance in grief. See, I've been reflecting a lot lately on how important inspiration has been over the past few years for me, and more so since the passing of my wife Colleen. And I can say, for me, it seems to have been like a silent supporter through my loss, and certainly for the days and weeks and months immediately after. When you experience a significant personal loss, there's a part of this new journey rarely discussed out loud, and I believe it's because it's an assumed piece of the grief puzzle. It just becomes something everyone assumes will come with grief. I believe I can say... I've known of its existence, but here's the interesting thing. It's so much different when you are in the trenches, so to speak, dealing with it all. The loss, the emptiness, the sudden shift of life, the everything that is involved. What I'm talking about is this rebuilding of your life. And let me preface it by suggesting people rebuild their lives all the time. Perhaps a new job or a new community that you move into, a new house, or someone special in their life that changes their life for good. That is all a part of rebuilding your life. But this type of change, this rebuilding, is placed upon you, forced upon you, actually. It's one thing to plan to move your family to a different state for a new job, a better opportunity perhaps, something positive on the horizon, and one that you, you, you have chosen yourself and have control over. But the rebuilding involved in grief is something you have little or no control over. It is an experience you haven't had time to prepare for and have little in your life experiences to help you through without difficulty. And let me be clear on that. Even if you have time to prepare, as with an illness that seems to present an obvious outcome, that time to prepare, that matters very little. And I say that sadly from experience. So rebuilding your life after loss 
is a difficult thing to accomplish successfully, let alone swiftly. I'd suggest it's not possible, actually, certainly the swiftly aspect of it, because this path is one you've never been on, even if you've experienced loss before, especially if this loss is extremely close, at your side, deep personal loss. Believe me, it is different. There's no going back to work two weeks later and finding a way to push aside the event that just happened to empty your mind of it and to busy yourself into forgetting. It's always there. The empty space at your side, the empty bedroom down the hall, the dusty toys in the playroom, the hanging clothes or that winter jacket you stumble upon, their car in the garage. That one, that one in particular, is often not considered until you're face to face with it. I would not be surprised if many of you listening right now find yourself thinking, I never thought about that. So the time comes to find inspiration in your life to help you begin to rebuild what once was and can no longer be. In grief, I find it personally necessary to gather as many tools as I can to help me through different types of days. And I'm sure if you are someone who is supporting another through grief and may not yourself have much experience with great personal loss, the phrase, help me through different types of days, may need an explanation right about now. So let me put it this way. There's more than just good days and bad days. Honestly, if it were that black and white, that clear-cut, I'd believe it might be easier to walk this path. It might be more clear-cut and easier to just understand it all. The different types of days, for example, can be sudden grief because of a memory, or a physical thing, or a place that triggers your grief. I often refer to these as grief bombs. Another type of day could be you just feeling weepy. Sad, yes, but it's it's almost a dull ache that makes you feel you are always on the verge of shedding a tear and it doesn't seem to be triggered by anything specific, nothing that you can put your finger on. A bit more difficult days, they are when you allow yourself to think about the realization of your loss, the finality of it all, the permanence of it. I know this seems to be obvious every day, but it's not something I personally allow myself to uh, wallow deeply in every day. So when your mind goes there, when you actually allow it to go there, it's a completely different feeling, almost a different type of grief. And there are so many more. So again, I need to point out that inspiration is one of the tools I use to help me through grief in a general sense. It may or it may not help you, but it is something I would suggest you try when other things perhaps don't seem to work quite as well. It becomes strong thoughts I can run through my head when I need strength for whatever specific grief detail is presented to me at the time. Inspiration becomes a mantra or an anthem I can all allow to roll around in my thoughts to help drown out other thoughts, other more unpleasant and destructive thoughts, like the days leading up to and including the actual day of my loss. You may think this is something you want to prevent entering into your thoughts, and it definitely is, but it's crazy how often 
it does sneak in there. So to that end, providing you inspiration to help you find strength and a better understanding of your grief journey, and more importantly, how to manage it, I'd like to share with you a few bits of inspiration that have helped me see things, see life, in a different way. So this first one, the reason for today's title of this episode, speaks to being the best person you can be. Life is like a pencil. Four things to remember to be the best person you can be. Take a pencil, for example. To be useful, a pencil needs to be resharpened over and over again. If it could feel, we could imagine how painful that might be. But for the pencil to be useful, it must go through that. Life is much the same. Painful experiences and challenges come to us all. It is through these opportunities that we build character and we grow. So here's a side note. This first part is, for me, the strongest, as it, it so obviously can be related to grief and loss. And its lesson is a very, very strong one. So I definitely appreciate that first section. So I'll continue. Second to keep in mind is that we will be able to correct our mistakes along the way, just like an eraser. If we learn from our mistakes, they're not mistakes. They are lessons we can use to better ourselves the next time around. So here I will add, if, if we learn from our experiences, good or bad, we can find guidance to help build or rebuild ourselves when we need to do just that. And with the necessary strength it will take to do so. So let's get back to it again. Third, just like a pencil, every place that you've been used, so to speak, you leave your mark. You write your own story. Now here's another side comment. Don't disregard the importance of your presence, your impact on others and yourself, and your ability to turn the page and to continue to write your story. And I'll continue. And fourth, always remember, the most important part of you is what's inside, just like a pencil. Very much like a pencil, the most important thing is what is inside. No, I, I really love that. The, the most important thing is what is inside. What a wonderful way to conclude this piece of inspiration. I'd like to remind you that no matter what you are going through, no matter how messy or disjointed and out of control your grief journey may feel, you, yourself, and everything that is inside of you is the most important part of you getting through this part of your life. No one has, nor should they ever, suggest it will be easy. Nothing worth having, and I will suggest no one worth loving, is ever going to be easy to move forward without. I'm fortunate to know because my wife told me specifically, our lost loved ones want us to do just that. Move forward. Another source of inspiration has come from a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. It says, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just the first step. Now, I appreciate its simplicity, but more so, I appreciate its solid message. In our personal life or our professional life, 
I believe it's common for most people to have this desire to start something new, whether it's a business idea or a large change in their home or an educational step up, whatever it may be. Consistently, the hardest part of any of those examples is taking the first step. Starting this podcast, for instance, I could have found a dozen reasons to postpone it, to find ways to embrace my limiting beliefs that told me I couldn't do a podcast. Who would want to listen? But thanks to a mastermind group I was part of at the time, I had a support system that simply wouldn't allow me to do anything but move forward with my idea. In fact, for me, and this specific situation with the idea of launching the Journey to Grateful podcast, a large catalyst for me to keep taking those steps forward were the challenges that that specific group placed in front of me week after week. I am grateful to Angie and Lou, Paul, David, and Connor, who I will always consider to be my co-creators of this podcast. So the idea that is expressed in Martin Luther King Jr.'s quote may be simple, but very, very powerful. Again, you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. I know it's all well and good to say it. Just take the first step. But seriously, that is the necessary thing you must do. Take the first step. But consider this. It doesn't have to be a giant step. It doesn't have to be life-altering. It just needs to be a first step. Some have asked me what my first step was. And as I think back on it, I'm not sure I really know. Am I moving forward? Yes, I am. We, as a family, are. But you know something? They're not huge steps. It's just steps that allow us to get back into our life. Better yet, let me explain it this way. We are continuing to write our story, together and individually. We may have slowly turned the page of a chapter to a new one, but the previous chapters are still there within the very book we are still writing within. They have been read, and they are still there to be read over and over again. But we haven't stopped writing our story. And believe me when I say our new chapter is very much influenced by the previous chapters. Don't discount them in the slightest. They are the foundation that allows us to continue putting pen to paper and filling the empty pages in front of us. So am I moving forward? Yes, with every word I write and every story I tell, I am. But I'm also honing a slightly new path at times and quite a different path at others, because it will be and is certainly different. There is no doubt of that. But what I can control, what you can control, is what the path in front of you is made of. Is it made of frustration and anger and despair, or is it made of memories, love, confidence, and grace? Is it filled with adventure well outlined in history? Always a part of you today, yesterday, and tomorrow? I would suggest that is the only way to create that new path ahead of you. But understand that you don't need to know where it's going. You simply need to take the first step. Without that first step, you will never know what is ahead for you. And you will certainly never be able to share your story where wherever your path 
is meant to go. You see, after the loss of her first husband, Rob, in 1999, Colleen found the strength to share her story with me. And until I can't any longer, I will bring that story along with me on this new path, include our story along with it, because her story became our story, and our story will live on. And that all brings me to this one last point of inspiration. Say their name. This is for all of those family members, friends, supporters, and community out there that may not know this. This specific bit of inspiration they themselves can control and contribute to. Just say their name. Now, I know you don't want to be the one who reminds someone of their loss, right? Believe me when I say, you will not be the reason I suddenly recall my loss if you say her name. I don't personally consider it insensitive to speak of Colleen by sharing a fond memory or retelling a part of her story, because from my point of view, it's just nice to know that I'm not alone in always thinking of her. I encourage you to show me that you miss her. Tell me something that happened last week that reminded you of her. Give me a hug using the words of your memories of her, and I will share you mine. Now, I found this passage that explains this concept of speaking of our loved ones pretty nicely. And here it is. We talk about them, not because we're stuck or because we haven't moved on, but we talk about them because we are theirs and they are ours. And no passage of time will ever change that. Isn't that nice? And the part I appreciate the most in this quote is this. And no passage of time will ever change that. Which speaks to those who may believe that grief has an end, a final date on some sort of clean-cut timeline. Now, if you listen to this podcast often, you may know my stance on this. It's quite simple. Grief has no end. Obviously, it is why I like that particular part of the passage so much. But don't let the rest of it pass you by too quickly either. We talk about them not because we're stuck or because we haven't moved on. I, of course, would rather it said move through, but I appreciate the reasoning here. Because we are theirs, and they are ours. Always and forever, may I suggest. No timeline, no end. It's so nice. We are theirs, and they are ours. As if to say, that bond will never change, nor ever end. And that, my friends, is true. So provide inspiration to those people you are trying to support by being there when you are needed and speaking freely of their person so they may live on in the stories that they've left behind. And so your friend understands they are not the only one that thinks of them, nor the only one who has changed because of their absence. They need to know that. Trust me. Thank you for joining me on the Journey to Grateful podcast. I am so thankful that you are here each and every week. 
please stop by the community and let your voice be heard. Share your story or ask questions. I am so glad to help if I possibly can. Head on over to journeytograteful.com slash community to access our social channels, Facebook and Instagram. Request to become a guest on the podcast if you would like, or contribute to the blog with your very own story. While you're on the site, please sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter designed to provide you inspiration and motivation directly in your inbox. Also, I invite you to connect with me via email. That's tim at journeytograteful.com. And more importantly, give me a call, leave me a voicemail, and be on the show by telling me in what ways inspiration helps you through your grief. You can call me at 262-298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. Or you can use that number to simply text me if you'd rather not leave a voicemail. And lastly, I ask that if you like the show, please share the podcast with a friend. Take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show over at Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way to help this podcast get in front of those who need it. You can go directly to journeytograteful.com and choose the Leave a Review button on the homepage or the podcast page. Now, as this episode comes to its end, I'd like to share another review of the podcast with you. And what I gather, I believe this particular review comes all the way from Hawaii. And I'll be honest, I think that's pretty awesome. Malika Dudley writes, I love this podcast so much. It is heartfelt, genuine, and real. Thank you for sharing your story and your heart. I have no doubt that your podcast will help people through their grieving process and others who are not grieving understand what it is like. You are a gem. Much aloha, Malika. Thank you so much, Malika. Your words touch me and I appreciate you reaching out to share your thoughts. You, my friend, are also a gem. Thanks again. Now, since I've talked about supporting people through grief, I believe this quote is appropriate for this particular episode. Remember who checks on you when you get a little quiet. Those are your people. So be that person for your people. You have no idea what that might mean at just the right moment. And finally, just one more thing. I'd like to suggest a past episode for you to take in the next time you stop by the Journey to Grateful podcast. If you haven't listened yet, try episode number 46, The Power of Inspiration and Motivation, where I discuss how to discover the gratitude in your memories and the strength in your heart to take steps forward to grow in your grief. Inspiration and motivation are key tools that can help you accomplish just that at your own pace. So thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast episode and any previous episodes. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.